Welcome everyone to the next survival series thought load. I'm Nico and today we're going to be talking about water. Now these survival series here is in no particular order. I hope that these are all just informational and help you out in, in a potential survival situation or just to increase your knowledge of how to survive in, in the wilderness. Now water is pretty dang important. Um, most survival guides say that we can't survive more than three days without water. Now that can change drastically if you're spending a lot of energy building shelter or fighting off an animal or something like that. So knowing how to get fresh, clean drinking water is vital. And I'm going to go over a few methods today on how to do that. Now, the, the first couple methods are going to be store-bought methods, something that anyone can go to, like an REI or a, a Bass Pro or any type of outdoor store and buy. And that is what, well, first one is water filters. Now, the important thing to know before I get into this is there is a difference between water filtration and water purification. Water filtration is only taking out the large particulates that are in water. So any gravel or sand or tiny sticks or leaves or bugs or whatever, that filters take those out, okay? But they do not purify the water. Most of them do not anyways. So if there are any bacteria or viruses that could cause you harm, filtering the water is not going to be enough. If you just simply have a basic water filter, you can use that to clean the water and get it a little uh, cleaner, <laughs> nicer looking. But you will have to you'll have to boil it afterwards, um, which is another method I'll get into in a moment. But water filters are probably one of the most popular. Uh, another one is purification tablets. You can get those at at any outdoor store as well, and Again, remember I've mentioned that purification kind of cleans the bacteria, but it doesn't filter. So if you have purification tablets, you would still need to filter the water if you see a lot of gunk or anything like that floating around in there. But those are extremely lightweight, easy to use. They don't take too long to, to purify the water. The only thing that I've experienced with purification tablets is it leaves a little bit of a weird taste in the water, but nothing that's uh, unbearable by any means. The next method that's a, a store-bought method is something that I was a little new to, but a very interesting process, and that's a UV lamp. It actually looks like a little stick that you stick inside of your water container, and it turns on a UV light, and that kills all of the bacteria that's in there. Now, the tough part there is it, it, you can only do that with a small amount of water or uh, it takes a longer time to filter out bigger uh, amounts of water, but that is a, a good way to help purify the water. And technically, you can use the sun to do that. If you have the right types of plastic containers, I think PET is, is one of them. Uh, but make sure you have the right type of plastic container if you want to try and, and just simply use the sunlight. And from what I was able to find, if you have the right type of plastic container, 
and you try and you're trying to use the sun to purify your water. It takes about six hours in a sunny day, but up to two days in cloudy conditions. So, you know, I mentioned earlier that we can live about three days without water. Might be a a, a quicker solution you need to find if uh, you're running out of water and um, you decide to to try and purify it with the sun. That might not be the best bet there, but that is a method you can use. Now, these these next ones are some of my favorites. And the the one I'm going to start off with here is is boiling. Now, there's two different methods of boiling. One is probably what most people are familiar with. You take a pot or any type of fire-safe container, boil that water, and when it cools, you can drink that. It's safe drinking water. That boiling is going to kill any of those bacteria or pathogens that are in there and uh, make it safe to drink. And along with boiling, there's another method called rock boiling, where you heat up rocks in a fire and then put those in to to water that's in a container. Now, the cool part with this is if you find yourself out in the wilderness and you don't have a pot, you can probably find something like half of a turtle shell or a rock with a a big enough divot in it or a piece of wood with a big enough divot in it so you can pour water into that and then use those hot rocks from the fire to put into that water. And again, this is the same concept. You're boiling the water using hot rocks. Now, the one the one call out with this is do not use any rocks that you find in water because if you... If you have rocks that have any small amounts of water inside of them, they can explode when they're heated. So, and especially if they're heated and then rapidly cooled, that they're going to it's going to cause them to to explode, and that just creates a little bit of a hazard there. So, don't use any rocks you find in the river. Make sure these are rocks that are you know land land rocks. They're dry. <laughs> no chance that they were underwater. Um, in the, in the recent past, but those, those are both kind of tried and true. And as long as you're able to make a fire, you can make that happen almost anywhere. The next method is, is a natural filter. Actually, the next two methods are involving uh, trash, unfortunately, but both this natural filter method and the next one are using trash and unfortunately trash is found all over the place at, at different parks or outdoor areas. If you've been camping, backpacking, any national or state parks, you've probably run into trash at some point. Now a natural filter is best used with like a two liter bottle, but you may obviously not be able to find that specific thing. But for this example, we'll just imagine a two liter bottle. And what you're going to do is you're, you'll flip the bottle upside down so the, the cap is pointing down. You'll cut the bottom of the bottle, so where all the, not where the cap is, but the other side. And then you're going to create layers of different materials that help filter the water. So where the cap is, you're going to find either cotton material that you have with you or some type of moss. And above that, you'll put 
charcoal. So hopefully you've gotten the fire going and you can put some of that charcoal above that, make a layer of charcoal. Above that, you want to find like a, a fine sand or something like that. And above that, you want to put some small gravel, gravel or pebbles and that creates your natural filter. Now, the, all of that will filter out all of the large particulates and the charcoal and moss help filter out any of the, the pathogens as well, mostly the charcoal on that. But that basically creates safe drinking water. Now, if you want to double down and make sure that there's absolutely nothing that's going to really mess up your, your digestive system, you can boil that water afterwards. But that is a great way to, to filter out water and get safe drinking water out in the wilderness. And again, the, the next method also involving some sort of trash, unfortunately, but in survival situations, we got to do what we got to do. And it's uh, the next method's transpiration or perspiration. So you would take a garbage bag or Ziploc bag or something like that, find a leafy green plant that is hopefully not toxic, <laughs> and uh, wrap the bag around a, a nice bushy green part of the plant and tie it off at the open end. And probably around maybe 6, 10, 12 hours afterwards, you can come back to that bag and you should notice a lot of condensation on the inside. Um, and that is safe drinking water, again, if the plant's non-toxic. Now, you may have to filter out some bugs or other particulates that made their way into the bag, but that's a, a great way to, to get safe drinking water as well. And the last one's kind of the coolest, but also uh, requires the most kind of preparation. And that is a solar still. So the I'm going to use uh, cooking pans or baking pans to describe this. Hopefully I don't butcher this, but imagine a, a very large, deep, rectangular baking pan, okay? And then inside of that, in the middle, kind of going perpendicular to the shape of the rectangle, you have a smaller baking pan. And the idea with this is you can pour any type of water, including salt water, into the larger section of those baking pans, not in the middle section, but in the in the bigger baking pan, and fill it up so it it just reaches the top or just under the top of that smaller pan that's inside there. And once you pour your water in there, you cover that with saran wrap or another type of plastic that, that you either have or you ran into in the wild, and put some small pebbles over where the smaller pan is inside. And the idea here is if you leave all of that out in the sun, that water will condensate. And because of those pebbles in the plastic, it will trickle down towards that center pan. And eventually you'll have safe drinking water. And again, the cool part is you can, you can do that with salt water and even the dirtiest of waters. And heck, I'm pretty sure I saw Bear Grylls do something similar with his own urine. And speaking of urine, that's something else that it is a part of this episode and a part of survival. You can drink your urine. 
However, most survival guides only recommend doing it in an extremely crazy situation where you have no other option. And they don't recommend doing that after the first time. Because as most people know, urine is just waste products of the body. Yes, there is water in the mix with all that, but it's it's a lot of waste products. And so we don't want to keep bringing those back into our body. But if you absolutely need to, you can. But again, I wouldn't recommend it past the first time. So maybe find a way to boil some water <laughs> and, uh, and avoid that altogether. But guys, that's that's kind of a summary of different ways to filter and purify water. All of these don't require too much tools. And if you listen to my previous episode on fire, that will help you do several of these methods from the natural filter to anything involving boiling. So hopefully this was helpful and informational to you. And I want to leave you with a quote about water to symbolize the importance here. The quotes from Leonardo da Vinci. He says that water is the driving force of all nature. So guys, hopefully this was informational for you. Stay tuned next week for another thought load. And as always, begin the duel, win the day.